0: episode of the the MNL MNL Podcast. Podcast. I'm Mikalani. And I'm Lena. And on today's podcast, we will be discussing the social issues that come with being Asian American, and how these stereotypes have been around for ages and have affected us and many others. Uh, Maybe you haven't noticed
1: how much the stigma around Asian Americans has affected you or even the people around you. So hopefully by the end of our podcast, you'll learn something about yourself or others and recognize the social issues that still exist to this day.
0: Yeah, and... I just want to talk about how I feel like people are just starting to notice anti-Asian hate crimes. And this is because of COVID-19, which, if you haven't known already, is literally the mass virus that has affected the whole world. It's the reason many of us can't go visit family or go outside without a mask. And many people are blaming the Asian community for COVID-19 because of how it originated in Wuhan, China.
1: And honestly, it just seems really unfair how one person's mistakes apply to their whole race. Like... This idea in general is really just a stereotype put on Asians because of one person's actions. And can we also talk about how throughout the years hate crime statistics haven't been that accurate? Like, there are probably other, many other crimes before COVID-19 that just weren't even talked about.
0: Exactly, and I read this CNN article called Why Hate Crime Data Can't Capture the True Scope of Anti-Asian Violence, and the statistics are likely very undercounted for hate crimes due to the fact that law enforcement agencies are not required to submit their data um, to the FBI for their annual crime report. Out of over, like, 18,000 agencies in America, more than 3,000 didn't submit their crime statistics in 2019. And the ones that actually did submit their crime statistics, only one out of seven reported actual hate crimes. That's a lot. I know it's not required to submit hate crimes to the annual
1: crime report, but I just feel like it's only right to. It might seem, quote-unquote, less, less important,
0: but it's still something that should be acknowledged. It's crazy, actually. Um, there is was an, a very recent incident that happened not too long ago, and that isn't exactly labeled as a hate crime, but sadly it did cause many Asian Americans, and even myself, to question their safety. And that's the incident of Michelle Go that happened in New York, January 18th of this year. Oh, for real? I feel like I heard about that incident. I heard it happened in the suburbs of New York City, right? Yeah, actually, she was waiting for the R train at the Times Square station around 9.40am when an ex-homeless, who was literally drunk, pushed her into the train tracks. It's so crazy and scary to think, because it wasn't like Michelle was a bad person. If anything, she did more for the community than any of us have. She was an active volunteer for the New York Junior League, which is a women's organization that helps at-risk community members, including the homeless. How ironic. Dude,
1: that's so sad. Like... She was such a boss. it's hard to believe that there are people who do such silly things like that. Even though he was drunk, it's like, you can't help but think there has to be some reason behind it. You know what they say, a drunk mind speaks a sober heart.
0: No, literally. That's why the Asian community is so tense right now. Because, interesting fact, anti-Asian hate crimes rose more than 73% in 2020 according to the new FBI data. And obviously, the guy chose his targets based on looks.
1: Honestly, it's even scary to think that 1 in 3 subway attacks targeted Asian people. We shouldn't have to feel scared to just go out. Everyone should get to feel safe, yet there's so many reasons that prevent us from feeling that way.
0: Yeah, and since I'm also Asian American, just like Michelle Goh, I feel really unsafe sometimes in public areas alone or even with other people. When it shouldn't be that way.
1: Yeah, I get what you mean. Honestly, even in places I think I'd be safe in, in. sometimes it's just not the case. Like how Yao Ming, a former NBA All-Star, faced derogatory comments on the court by Shaquille O'Neal. O'Neal treated it like a joke, even though stuff like that shouldn't be joked about at all. I don't want to say what he said because of just how offensive it is, but we'll put it on the screen. But anyways, despite O'Neal saying it was a joke, that doesn't make it any less offensive or wrong. He even tried to say that Yao was making the situation into something when it was quote-unquote nothing. Obviously Yao wouldn't want to take
0: it lightly. Yeah, actually, another fellow former NBA all-star, Jeremy Lin, had also talked about his experience with racism on and off the courts, too. One of his fellow teammates had called him coronavirus, which, um, I don't know if you noticed, but it's insanely racist. But that made him realize how much racial trauma he had been ignoring his whole life, because he had been experiencing racism since since he was a kid, and he just grew up that way. He just thought, oh, that's the way it is. But now he realizes it shouldn't be. Just growing up with that mindset affected his mental health until now, and he never even noticed it. Yeah, like, honestly,
1: I experienced a similar issue when I grew up a lot. Because kids at my school were pretty racist. I even had a similar mindset to Jeremy Lin. Like, in kindergarten, the same kid would always sit next to me just to call me China face. And I'm Filipino. And then he'd pull his eyes back, which a lot of kids did and still do, and like in middle school, people would jokingly tell me, oh, please don't eat my dog, or what's your favorite dog breed to eat, or just stuff like that. And I never really found it funny, it was really just obnoxious.
0: No, because I feel like the majority of Asian Americans do go through some type of racism at a young age. Because I also heavily relate to this subject, and we aren't even that old. Actually, I feel like I still am experiencing racism even from fellow agents sometimes. Like, in middle school, people would always make the standard stereotypes, of course, like how agents eat dogs and pull their eyes back like it's a joke. I always just laughed like it was funny, because mostly the people who did that were my friends, so I didn't really know how to tell them that it wasn't okay or just not funny.
1: Yeah, for real, like, you just naturally respond with laughter because you really have nothing to say to that. Like, you never really think much about it because they were like your friends at that time, but they didn't really respect you.
0: Yeah, and I just didn't really think it was um, that serious or important until I got older and realized how much it really affected me, you know? And the experience that really opened my eyes was when one of my friends would occasionally tell me how my eyes were too small and then continue to call me the sea slur It just made me insanely insecure about myself and made me want to change who I was. The worst part was they were Asian as well, so every time I would speak up to myself, Uh, Their excuse was along the lines of, Calm down, I'm Asian too," But it wasn't the same as they didn't fit the image of that word. And what's even worse was none of my friends really stood up for me. It just made me feel like my problem wasn't important and that my feelings were just invalid. I don't blame my friends for this, but I blame the community we've created that makes us think this type of behavior is okay.
1: yeah, right? (laughs) Like, it's like we're built around these stereotypes. Like... In uh, middle school, my teacher forced me to translate the Gallup to my math class only because she thought I could only be Chinese or Japanese and honestly it was really awkward and I wanted to cry because that's really rude honestly and it's really annoying how many people think Asians as mainly East Asians especially growing up, I was mainly told by others outside of my house that to be Asian I have to specifically be East Asian Which obviously isn't true, like, a lot of people assume Indian people aren't Asian when they're South Asian. I just feel like society should stop with their stereotypes
0: and what they have on Asian people, especially with how it affects their lifestyle. Wow, that's crazy that happened to you, honestly. And it's just so scary to think how these problems are just getting worse because of COVID-19, adding more stereotypes to Asians. Even our former president, Donald Trump, called COVID-19 the Chinese virus, and then continued to say it wasn't racist because it originated in China?
1: Some important developments in our war against the Chinese virus.
0: Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? There are
1: reports of dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, who says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. Why do you keep using this? Because it people comes say from it's China. Racist. It's not racist at all. No, not at all. It comes from China. That's why. Comes from China. I wanna be accurate. Bruh, even your own secretary aides say it's racist. Ethnicity doesn't cause the virus. This statement in general is really from Trump is just an excuse to blame the Asian community for the virus. Like the Asian American community already has enough stereotypes behind them, no need to add more.
0: For real. Like I don't know one Asian American that has actually tried dog meat. It just feels like it's another stereotype. And also, it just isn't Asians that go through these stereotypes. I'm positive that many other ethnic groups go through the same issues as we do. Yeah, honestly, it's really sad to think about when you really break down the social
1: issues we have when it comes to race. That's why we decided to do our first episode on Asian hate as we relate to this topic and can speak up and spread awareness about such an important topic as we feel like it
0: isn't talked about enough. And you might be wondering, what can you do to help? And that answer is simple just don't have the mindset that includes racist stereotypes. We can't tell people to stop thinking a certain way, of course. We can only help inform them about the issues and hopes of giving them motivation to change. But, in the end, it all depends on you. Do you care enough to change the way our society is built? It's also important
1: to speak up if you hear or see any sort of racism, teach others and show them how small actions can really affect us as a whole. As racism can be contagious in a way, a lot of us could feel pressured to find them funny, or else we'd be labeled as sensitive or weak. And we shouldn't invalidate others' feelings as it suppresses our overall growth, as growth and mental health.
0: Another great way to help is by sending this podcast to a family member or friend to help inform them on the social issues we still struggle to this day.
1: We will also put links down below to fundraisers and organizations actively working to help anti-Asian hate, including the GoFundMe
0: from Michelle Go. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of the m podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's discussion on the experience of growing up Asian American. We hope you learned something new and hope you have a great new year. Bye!